What is up, everyone? Welcome to The Gaming Duo. I am Kelvin, the Kevlar Vest, and I'm joined by co-host Rob, the Robot. Welcome to our show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We are the podcast that discusses the latest gaming news each and every Wednesday live on YouTube and wherever you listen to your favorite podcast on Fridays at 7 a.m. Rob, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Just opened up a nice cold brewski. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Like drinking it's, a Miller Light. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. No, no. I have a... What you have? What are you drinking there? Looks like a... Iced tea. Just, just iced tea. tea? No alcohol? Yeah. Just, just normal no alcohol, iced tea? Just iced tea. That's nice. All. It's like a... That's good, you know? It's just a, like a refresher. Just like, you know what? Let's let's start this uh, episode right. Let's just kind of uh, enjoy the ride, you know? Okay. Okay. I see you. Um, I learned something about Miller Lite, actually, uh, last mm-hmm. week. It was during the Super Bowl. But Miller Lite and Coors Light are the same company. It doesn't surprise me. I didn't know that fact, but yes. it just doesn't surprise me for some reason. You know, did not know that. I didn't yeah. know that. They, I thought they were completely th- two separate beer companies, and I was just like, "This one's better than this one," but it's the same, same. It's same like brand. Coke and Sprite. It's like the same shit. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I just I, I always thought like when I was growing up, it was like Bud Light, Miller, like Coors, like pick your poison, literally. Right. And yeah, they're all the find same. Out that, so, anyways, they're all the same. Rob, how have you been? How how's things going? What's new? What's give us the update on your life right now? Because we all want to know. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm going to Puerto Rico next week. Mm, so I'll be spending okay. four days there. So that'll be fun. Okay. I will not be podcasting. From Puerto Rico, we will. Uh, that'd be cool, though. That'd be cool. That would be cool. That'd be cool. Um, is it when I went to Puerto Rico? That's I think. Yeah, when I went to Puerto Rico, that's when they announced uh, Sora. Sora. Yeah, we, I remember you were you were in PR when was, you were in the hotel, hotel room, room when yeah. uh, you recorded. I mean, you had to record that. We had yeah had, had to do it. it. The, thank the last God Smash we character. did. Thank God we did. Um, yeah, we're gonna miss you next week, but don't worry, guys. We have a special guest coming on to our episode uh, next week, so stay tuned for that. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. Yes. And and what about you, sir? Anything going new in your life? Kids doing no, all right? Uh, kids good. Everybody's good. We're, we're just, uh, you know, going through the motions. I think um, it's nice that the weather's getting a little bit nicer. Oh, now. it was like 60 degrees yesterday. It was so nice. So we're able to like walk outside and just kind of like enjoy. <laughs> freeze. The, literally, just walk outside and just enjoy the um, the weather and just kind of get out of the house, you know? Yeah, I know, hundred percent. I, I agree. I, no, I, I, I list. Um, yeah, I mean, the weather is getting nicer. I mean, I feel like this is like kind of a lull before it actually gets nice because we're like midway in February, so we li- realistically only have like at most like a Couple, month yeah. left of like yeah, it being miserable. Yeah. You know, so. It's it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be good, especially we have a couple things coming up down the pipe. Uh, later next month, which we yes. will talk about with PAX, right? Um, definitely a lot of stuff coming from that, and that's going to be our first time really going in as the gaming duo. We've been to PAX several times, right? Um, this is going to be the first time coming into PAX after um, the pandemic, right? And so it's going to be interesting to see how things are and then just kind of be there as the gaming duo. So definitely check out the content that we're going to be um, putting out there. It's going to be dope. Um, and yeah, man, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun couple months because we have a lot of exciting things to announce. Um, but thank you guys for supporting us. If you want to support us even more, you can head on over to patreon.com uh, slash the gaming duel and you can leave us a review as well on your favorite podcast services. That would be super helpful. Um, uh, thank you to our Patreon supporter, Hopple. 
Uh, we really appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Rob, let's get into part of the podcast here, part of the episode here. Let's start off with what are you playing? What are you playing this week, Rob? Um, so I'm trying to beat Dead Space. I kind of took a pause off of Hogwarts Legacy because that game kind of kind of takes a lot of your time and mm. I don't want to get into it and then stop to play other things. I kind of want to play and just completely just play that. Right. So I'm trying to be dead space. Um, I think I'm on chapter nine or 10. I think you're almost done. There's I'm like almost 12 I'm or 13 episodes. Yeah. It thing that sucks is that I've, I've beat the game before I've played the game before. So part of me is like, do I you're really not that need to motivated beat it? to be? Yeah. It? Yeah. So, um, it did get I heard me a there's little an bit. alternate en- ending though. Do you want is to get there? that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I don't recommend getting it through the EA um, Play. Like Save money. The, the, the software, it's whatever it. it's called, the launcher, because it just runs so bad on my PC. Like It just makes the game act up. When I'm streaming on Discord, it acts up. When right. I'm streaming it live, it acts it up. And I'd imagine if I just bought it off of Steam, it wouldn't be doing this. I I, I do believe it's the launcher that's, that's making it act a little wonky um, with the streaming. But um, So that that's kind of like what I've been tackling. And then I went back to Pokemon Violet. Really? Mm-hmm. And how's uh-huh. that? Do it's tell, great. Do I'm, having a, I'm, having a, I'm having a blast now. Before, I don't know what it really? was. It just wasn't clicking with me. I was like, this is okay. There's too much going on. Like, there's too many Pokemon to catch now. Um, but now that I kind of progressed the story a little bit, kind of like made my team my own, I'm loving it. I'm like, this is this is sick. This is, okay. they, they did a good job here. So Nice. So you're able to kind of get by or get past all the, the the little glitches and all the little weird stuff that happened throughout the game. You, you get used to it. You kind of get immune to it in a sense that you're just like, this okay. is just a game and it's going to run like ass. So that, that kind of novelty like wore off for me. So I'm just kind of like, as long as the actual battling works and me going through the, the world is okay. Um, I kind of look past it now, but when you first boot it up, you're like, Oh my God, this game sucks. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, this game yeah. runs full bore, but it's fun. I'm having a great time, and I think you should go back in and try and, and try and do it. So, I might have to. I might have to jump back in. Um, I I did think about going back in, but I, mm-hmm. I just wasn't really like in the mind space. I'm like, you know what? I, I, there's so many games coming out. Um, there's so many games at the moment right now, like Metroid Prime. Yes, what you're playing? Tell me about that. I'm interested. Let's spend a few minutes here. It's it's really nice, man. It's really nice to just get back into that game, being apart from it for some time for like years now decades now at this point it's it's such a nod to what nintendo has done in the past and it's just really delightful to get back in there and just have a good time with just the world that metroid prime has you would think i wouldn't like metroid prime because of just you know like i think you're similar with with me right where you don't like to retrace your steps you don't like going back and forth with like okay i know this place is going to be open at some point i have to like find something for me to get into this level or, or this or this area and so going the back going through like the back and forth thing kind of like frustrates us i feel like right we're kind of like in the same mindset when it comes to that yeah I, dead space makes you do that a little bit resident evils make right. you do that they make you a little backtrack a little bit and, that, and it's kind of annoying um but this one i feel like it does it like an extra an extra step which is fine i i i've learned to love that within like the metroid games but i don't know this one is just hitting all the check boxes man like i just love how everything works so well everything looks gorgeous like this remaster really is like truly remastered like it like is the definite 
they way to play. They did a great right. job. Um, I, I did post something on Twitter, just like even, and I don't remember if this was in the original, but like when you shoot like a bomb or something, you see your your face from the the helmet, like just like the yes, glitter and from the helmet splatters like onto your. It's so yeah. nice, man. Like that's just like a nice little touch, and the controls feel great. Everything about it just really feels like, um, it it kind of feels like a. a a proper title, like a proper title in 2023. You know, like it doesn't feel old. It doesn't feel outdated. It feels right at home. I was going to ask you about the controls. I know previously in the GameCube, when you played on the GameCube, you kind of had like a weird analog thing going on. Like you only kind of moved with the one analog stick and then looking up was kind of strange. So how is the control resolved? It's better. It's 100% resolved. Um, There's times where I do feel like I I mess up the buttons. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to jump. But instead, I turn into the I morph into the ball, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's just just me being an idiot or just not really f- or feeling like that like these buttons should be switched somehow. Um, you can't switch any of your 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 layout. It's just it is what it is. But regardless, it is like you get used to it. It's it's not like something that's like really messing up my gameplay. You know, um, overall, man, I'm having a great time. I'm progressing through the game relatively quickly, which is nice. And I'm just having fun. Like, it's just fun. It's not overly difficult. I'm just kind of doing, like, you know, going through missions um, and, and just going through the, the the worlds and just having a great time. It does a great job. It doesn't hold your hand at all. It just kind of, like, lets you, like, play, travel go. and just yeah. play and just make sure you kind of you, – you find ways to get and progress through the levels, you know? You don't get frustrated because you can backtrack as much as you can and you can try to find other avenues to get into. And eventually you'll get to the spot like, oh, okay, now I understand. I have to get through here because I need this certain, um, this certain, um, you know, equip, uh, like new equipment or something like that. And I'm like, okay, I get it now. So it does a great job. I love it. I'm having a great time. I didn't think I wasn't going to have a great time. So I'm like, I'm just satisfied, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely uh, I heard or watched the video of them comparing it to the GameCube game, like side by side comparison. And if you look at the GameCube game, the GameCube game actually holds up really well. The test it time, does, so, but yeah. you, it's funny because when I play when I'm playing the game, I'm like, huh, this looks like how I remember it. Right. Mm. But when I look back at it, I'm like, oh, no, I, I definitely see the difference. Like there is a huge difference. Yeah. It There's a lot more reflections bad. and stuff like that. There, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, the GameCube version doesn't look bad by any means, but you can tell that they did a lot of work on this one. Yeah, I I think I emulated it not to like, uh, I think it was on my Steam Deck. I think I did it work. Maybe it was on my PC. I don't remember. I was replaying Metroid Prime just because I wanted to. Yeah. But I do remember the hardest entry point for me were the controls. The controls were kind of a pain in the butt. And I felt like I was yeah. fighting it there sometimes. So I love that they kind of redid the controls um, for this. I think that's kind of like the biggest piece. That's the biggest piece that they needed to do. Yeah. And yeah. they did it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing the game. And that's really it. That's all I'm playing right now. Um, we'll see what else I kind of dive into. But, I mean, I have Hogwarts as well. So I want to get into that as well. But I do want to kind of get rid of some of my backlog to then dive into that game. Because I feel yeah, like I we, just want di- to like just kind of dedicate some time to that's that game by itself. Where I'm at yeah. too. Um, yeah. I know Resident Evil Four remake is coming God. out, so Mar- we have March, so we got to be Hogwarts Legacy before that comes oh out. So we can tackle God. that that's one. Not, that's not gonna happen, man. Um, yeah, man. There, there's just a lot of games coming out, but one step at a time. Um, Rob, let's get into The Last of Us Episode Five. Um, we both saw it. 
And I want to know your thoughts. What what did you think of this episode? Because this episode was um, pretty, pretty cool. So let me know what you think. Yeah, I'll start off. So with The Last of Us so far, I think the, the previous episode you're, wasn't as like highly regarded compared to the one previously because that was, you know, it was a, a cry fest. It was just like so emotional. Um, yeah. And then you kind of saw a little bit of a dynamic with Joel and uh, Ellie. You, you're starting to see that. This episode, I felt like the most, like felt like the most like Last of Us in this episode. Like everything's coming mm. together finally mm-hmm. and you're seeing the dynamic between Joel and Ellie in real time. And it's actually focusing on things that happened in the game. And they did like the whole sniper scene. That was a hundred percent of the game. Like how yeah. that was so cool. Which how does Joel have so many bullets? I'm just it's a, it's a sni- so I, I Jess asked me the same thing. She's like, how does he really? have limited ammo? And it's a sniper's nest. So that guy was probably sitting there and he had just like a, a cache of just ammo just hanging out. So he was literally it's literally made for snipers. So he probably had a ton of bullets from the guy that was literally sitting there sniping All right. people. I'll take that. So, I'll take that. Um, yeah. What did you think of Sam and Henry in this? Fantastic. 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 The performance. I don't know the actors names, but uh, I think, I think Sam was incredible. I, I I know I was reading, uh, I was looking at the, you know, they do the interview afterwards. I didn't know that, that he was actually death. death Yes, dude. In the, in real life. It's fantastic how they did that. It's so cool. Yeah. And, and it's just like, for him, like to communicate with everyone else to to like this is how you, you gotta act, this is how you gotta play your character. I'm like, that just shows you the amount of dedication these people have when playing when when making this uh this series. And I really loved this last episode. I think this ep- last episode is probably my favorite so far. Yeah. What, you, what about you? I agree. I agree. This was by far one of my favorite. I I, I mean I looked at Alaris and her jaw was dropping mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. three or four times you know what i mean and they did they killed it with sam and and henry well literally their dynamic <laughs> <laughs> spoilers <laughs> um yeah they killed it with them and, and 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 i mean that in a way of like they made sure to change it up a little bit because they're not necessarily the same as the ones in the game right obviously we just talked about um sam is not death in the game you know, he 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 talks. He he has you know conversations with Ellie. This one, it, it's a different dynamic. You know, he has leukemia. Like, there's so many things, so many layers to Sam now that, in, and it's so many layers to to Henry as well because now he's more of a father figure, more of that like protector of Sam, and it right. just really embodied that whole episode. Like that really made me feel like I cared about these two, in like that short, you know, forty five an hour episode. Um, so that dynamic was cool. I love the clickers. I love how they were brought into this episode. The bloater. The, scene. the, the bloater one, but definitely like when, when it started, like the ground started caving in and then they just started swarming out of there. That, that scene phenomenal, dude. Like that looks so dope. It looks so cool. And then the, the, the little baby clicker, like the little girl. Yeah. That was insane. like where he, she, she got the one, ca- the one character that everyone hated. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, for, what's her name? Mar- no. Uh, what's her name? Mar- Mar- I don't remember her name. But yeah, I don't remember. 
the the one one chick that wanted Henry dead. Um, yep, yep. Because she, he killed his, uh, her brother, and I'm so glad that she got the like. I was just like, please, just just end it because she's annoying. Yeah, but, <laughs> but they did a good job. Yeah, casting and, her and, they ended, and they ended both characters. They ended both new characters for this specific episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was interesting. Um, but yeah, the the clicker scene, dope. Like that was really cool. That made me feel like holy shit, like. This is crazy, and it's somewhat similar to the game, but you know they change it up a little bit. Overall, fantastic episode. I love the scene of spoilers again. How Sam, you know, we we find out Sam has turned into, um, you know, has turned, and similar to the game, but again, a little bit different in, in that sense. And everything about it just adds a layer of love to it because they obviously they're dedicating based off of the game but they add things to kind of enhance everything like we've talked about plenty of times already and it just it just it's gratifying to see it's like really nice to see like okay cool like this is a nice touch like i don't feel like i'm wasting my time because i've already played the game no i want to know what's going on because they change things up so much that it enhances everything yeah i think what the show does very well even more so better than the game is how they can make characters that you meet in that episode and you care about them so much within one episode. There's no care, there's no real character development prior to that. It's just this is what you're getting in the one episode. And how attached were you to Henry and Sam but in the episode and when that happened, that like hurt, you're like, oh my God. Same thing will happen with um what's his name? From the two episodes back, Nick and what were their names? The two guys. Nick? Oh, oh, um, uh, I can't remember I the name. Anyways, but um, basically, Fred and and what's his name? Yeah, but the fact that like you met those characters in the episode mm-hmm. for the first time, and by the end of the episode, you're just like, oh my goodness, these are these were amazing characters. I think that's what's what Last of Us is killing right now is the fact that they can make these characters feel so impactful with just one episode. Right, right, right. Yeah, man, I am looking forward to episode six. Um, I think I know where it's leaning towards, so it's going to be mean, really, really cool to to see how that kind of does things and how they, they kind of portray those episodes, so we shall see. But Rob, let's get into the news finally. It's a spicy one. It's a spicy one. Spice. Uh, news number one here, Xbox Game Pass cannibalizing sales. Um, this is from Kotaku. Uh, Microsoft has confirmed that putting Game Pass on putting games on game pass lead to a market decline in base sales um this is also reported by uh, gamesindustry.biz um where the confirmation was based on a provisional report um that microsoft 69 billion you know that whole merging with activision mm-hmm. that we discussed plenty of times i think it's been a year now at this point um 20, 277 page document that um, kind of had like one little short paragraph confirming that a radicated percent decline in base game sales 12 months following their addition on Game Pass was shown. Um, this contradicts everything that basically Phil Spencer was saying, the head of Xbox in 2018, stating that uh, the titles to the service actually boost sales. Um, this is all due to those legal battles from Microsoft um, uh, currently, currently that they're facing from the acquisition, which many companies, including Sony, fear of the popular franchises such as Call of Duty being exclusive to one console. Rob, what are your thoughts on this? Because this is this is a political this is very political in the gaming industry right now. And so I want to know what do you think it is? Do you think Game Pass really is cannibalizing sales for, like for games? Um, 
This is a tricky question. Yes and no. Okay. Yes and why, no. Why yes? Why yes? Yes, because I don't need, I don't feel the need to buy an Xbox game or a game on Xbox because I have Game Pass and I secretly hope that the game will come on Game Pass. So I kind of wait to see if it will come on Game Pass. Um, and especially for PC players, us speak, exclusively speaking for us, um, that we won't really necessarily buy an Xbox game unless it will come out for X, unless it will come out for Game Pass. And majority of the time they do. So like, for example, Halo Infinite was on Game Pass. Um, Gears of War um, 6 Fine. will probably come on Game Pass, right? So these are things that will hurt bottom line. So yes, in a sense, people are going to pick up Game Pass because they get those games included. But how much is Game Pass a year, right? It's 15 bucks a month, give or take, right? That equals out to a couple games per person a year, right? Maybe four or five games. But now they lost all of like that money that would have generated for Halo. Like, you know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things where it does hurt um, because people are like, well, I will just get it on Game Pass and I don't need to buy any games because I'm already playing this other game that's on Game Pass. Right. I, I My backlog's too much. Why would I buy another game? So I, I think they're it's weird. It's a weird mix. What do you think? You think you're thinking the same thing? Yeah, I think I agree. It's both yes and no, but I'm going to take a little different approach where yes, it cannibalizes to a certain extent or I, I, cannibalizing is very strong. Um, maybe like we just let's let's just say it declines gaming sales, right? Um, but I don't think it affects Microsoft Studios. I don't think it affects their like first party titles. Um, I think it what it really comes down to it affects the third party titles and the smaller studios, right? Because um, if you think about it, so a studio releases their game, months go by. Maybe the game has stopped selling well and, you know, it's just kind of like on a, on a decline or is that constant. And so they reach out to Xbox. Microsoft decides to put acquire them pass. or acquire, you know, put on Game Pass, not acquire them, um, gives them a check. Cool. And then that's it. You know, that that game is now just on, on Game Pass and it doesn't really increase or decrease in sales. It is just part of Game Pass now. Right. Uh, whereas Microsoft has games like Halo, Gears, like you said they aren't really concerned about those sales because as long as you're buying game pass as long as you are in game pass subscription that's all they care about so yeah it benefits them if you put their games mm -hmm. on in game pass because now okay maybe let's say halo would have sold like seven million copies or something right um at like you know just like uh, like a at the at the very end tail of of the uh, of the game's lifespan if you put it on Game Pass, it's still like people are still there. People are still staying in that subscription. So they're getting the 15, 16 bucks or whatever it is monthly. It's going to accumulate over time. And so that's what they want. They want that, that, I don't know. They want people to be in Game Pass to like continue the subscription service. Right. That's how I kind of see it. That makes sense. That, so the way I look at it too is, you're, you have the games already there. There's all of these games. I don't necessarily need to go out and buy games separately because there's games already on Game Pass, I guess in a sense, right? I guess it 
almost limits you from buying more games that you it does yeah like think, think about it at the time before game pass it didn't mm-hmm. exist Right. You have to go, you just have to go buy the game. Like you just have to games. go get a game. Like you're buying fewer games, right? Because yes. you don't yes. have all that mo- amount of money. So now you're playing fewer games, you're buying fewer games because you can only afford, you know, X amount. And so yeah, it, it, it's kind of a catch twenty two, right? You don't really get to play a, mo- a, a lot of games because of you know, you don't have a game pass service subscription, but also it at least allows the smaller companies and smaller studios to get that revenue the, to the best that they could at least. Right. Yeah. I, I guess a good way of putting it simply, it's like Netflix. When you have Netflix, you're less likely to go to a movie theater. Like before Netflix, if you wanted to watch a new movie, you had to rent it on demand, like somewhere on demand, go to Blockbuster <laughs> way back in the day that was or nice. go to the theater. That, that was the way you got your movies. Now people are less likely to go out to a movie, right? Or go rent on demand because they're like, let's just pick from the selection of Netflix that we have that we pay a description for. So now those people, which you normally would buy a movie from, they're not getting right. that money because they're just on Netflix. So right, right. It, it, that I it, I think it's not necessarily an Xbox thing or Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a subscription thing. I think it's just how mm-hmm. how it is. If you look at Hi <clears throat> Hi Fi Rush, right? Let's look at Hi Fi Rush as an example again. That game came out day one on game pass and it was kind of like just like a bombshell right first release yep. there um, amazing game i don't know how well it's sold we will find out i guess because the N- npd sales aren't showing yet uh-huh. at least but from what i saw you know the buzz around it everyone was playing it for a hot minute right and so do you think hi-fi would have done well without game pass no, like if, no. if they would have just sold like hey this game is coming out let's say they just dropped it without the marketing just like they did but it's not coming out on bay pass on game pass you have to pay 60 bucks or 70 bucks whatever uh no because again you'd have to rely on word of mouth being like this game is awesome so m- maybe maybe because of right. how, everyone's how, saying how, oh it's so good it's so good right i don't think it was i don't think it would be a 60 dollar game if they did drop it but it's a little, people are less likely to pick it up 100% because they're going right. to risk their hard-earned money to buy the game. Um, what I think is good about it is now if Hi-Fi Rush 2 comes out, mm. people are more likely to buy it, even if it's not on Game Pass. Yes, good call. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a very good way to get your game out there, word of mouth, right? And then when you decide to make another one, right? That you, you kind of have like that, that the groundwork all set up, right? So now people know about this game. Now people understand what this game is. Right. So now you're able to sell this at a better, hopefully at a better way, right? Yeah. If I was Xbox, I'd be a little more, I don't know, strategic with how long games are out on Game Pass for. I know they, I know they, re- mm. they, they go through the games and they, you know, shuffle them around and remove stuff, add stuff all the time. But being a little more, especially for the game, like maybe you make this game only available for three months and then you, you take it off and they got to pay for it. And then someone played it. They're like, this game was awesome. Go buy it. It was, it was actually fantastic. So right, maybe right. they need to play around a little more with the, how long the games are on there for. Yeah, I agree. Interesting, interesting battle. Uh, I'm curious to see how this all pans out. Again, 
all of this is just stemming from the whole like legal battle that's going on with Microsoft. And um, otherwise, we this isn't information we would even probably know about, right? If it wasn't because of the whole legal battle and the 277-page document that they have. Right, um, right. So it, it's it, I love this type of thing because it really kind of shows you like you're like a fly on the wall. You kind of see the politics behind all these things in the gaming in the gaming world. So this is cool stuff to me. Um, but will will this affect Microsoft and the, the whole legal battle? I'm not sure. Who knows? But interesting stuff. Interesting stuff here. Um, moving on to number two here. God of War Ragnarok's story was completely different in its early stages of development here. This is from Kotaku. An interview with uh, Ragnarok's narrative, narrative director, Matt Sophos, uh, Sophos? Sophos. Sophos. Uh, Sophos and story lead Richard Gauber. They spilled the beans on a very different story when the game was early in development. They pitched the idea that Kratos died in the first fight with Thor. Now, if correct me if I'm wrong, Kratos already died several times in oh, God yeah. of War. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He so died a, a, a bunch. The third time. Work. Yes. Okay, just making sure. Uh, he wouldn't be permanently dead, though, as <clears throat> Atreus would rescue him from hell, but it wouldn't be the Atreus we know. All right, now this is this is crazy right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. It would have been an older version of Atreus. 20 years would have passed, and you would play as an adult Atreus. Obviously, they didn't take that route um, due to Eric Williams saying that Kratos had died and come back too many times, so it wouldn't be as impactful. And that, my friends, I agree with. But... That the storyline with with him being you know dead for twenty years, Atreus brings him back, and that would be kind of epic. That that would have been pretty cool. What do you think? Well, it would have been a whole. It would have been the writing thing, all over again. They would have pulled the rug under you. You're playing as Kratos uh, in the beginning, and yeah. then now they're just like, just kidding, he died. You play as Atreus now, which right, right, right. I will say, after playing the game, and and as a spoilers, if you haven't played God of War, but you do play as Atreus, um, take control of him. I will say. I did enjoy playing as a trace. You did. I, I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Agreed. Yeah, I, I did too. So if they had a fleshed out version of adult trace, that'd be. I didn't want to play for him too long, though. Yes. I think the way they separated was fine. And sometimes it took way too long. There was a certain scene or a certain part in the game where I'm just like, okay, this is way too much Atreus. Yeah. And I, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, let me be Kratos. But um, but I agree. He They definitely fleshed him out pretty pretty well but this this is cool like this is again behind the scenes stuff that i like where we could have gotten a completely different story a completely different storyline that would have impacted the game entirely and so seeing the mind behind create a god of war and seeing what they would have done differently this this is cool like having atreus 20 years older um and then kratos being in hell like just trying to fight you know him from uh, trying to grab him again from the underworld like Again. That would have been cool, but again, we've done that before. We've done exactly. This. So, um, like he said, not as impactful, but interesting nonetheless. Do you think with future installments of God of War, because there will be future installments of God of War, because they're going to be going to different mythologies and stuff like that. Right, right. Do you see it more as Kratos not necessarily taking the focal point and going through playing as different characters like that? Like, would you be open to that, or would you want to see just you just want to be Kratos the entire time? At some point, they have to kind of move him aside, right? I think, or at least make like half the time. Like, you're only you're only Kratos half the time, or you're you're this character. Because I did like the fact that they did switch out your party members. Like, you had uh, 
Atreus on there. You had, you had Brock mm-hmm. on there, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's one of those things. Or Fre- you had Freya as well. Freya, Freya. So that is a thing that I, I thought was neat that they switched out party members and it makes right. it feel more RPG. I, I, I think in future installments to freshen things up, maybe play as different characters. Like maybe we will get to play an older Atreus, which would be pretty badass in, in the next God of War. I think that's what they're kind of leaning towards. I just don't want it to be too much, like too heavy on switching characters back and forth. Like so many times, like at some point Kratos is not going to be the focal point. Honestly, if you, I mean, if you think about it, he's really not the focal point in this one as much. So really Atreus. I've honestly, yeah. And so I think that's, that's their plan, but um, they, they have to just do it right. And I think they started pretty well with this one. So, <clears throat> we'll see we'll see but um god of war what god of war ragnarok three or whatever they want to call it that's going to be far away so we're yeah i think it's going to be in I, I think it's going to be middle eastern or not middle eastern uh egypt i think okay which will be pretty cool i, I think that'd see be, that i can see that but i don't want them going like assassin's creed with it no you know no. How, you know what i'm saying like Assassin's Creed goes everywhere the greek the, 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 they no, need to make no, it no. like put the the god of war feel to it but yeah this yeah. made sense like ragnarok made sense um but yeah um interesting stuff here um a little bit more on the number size on news number three here best-selling games in january is dead space at number two and let's talk about the top 20 list here. So according to the MPD groups, Dead Space 2023 remake was one of the best-selling games in January, just below Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Here are the top 20 lists of, of January. Uh, so number one, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Number two, Dead Space. Uh, number three, Madden NFL 23. Number four, FIFA 23. Uh, five, Fire Emblem Engaged. Uh, six, Elden Ring. Seven, Forspoken. Eight, God of War Ragnarok. 9, One Piece Odyssey, 10, Pokemon Scarlet, Violet, 11, The Last of Us Part 1, 12, Sonic Frontiers, 13, Monster Hunter Rise, then we're going to keep going, Mario Kart 8, uh, <clears throat> Minecraft, mm-hmm. Need for Speed Unbound, Just Dance 2023 Edition, NBA 2K23, uh, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, and then finally at number 20, NHL 23. Rob, what does this list do for you? Because interesting list um i I guess we'll we'll, we'll circle back let's talk about dead space you're playing it right now number two on the list here that means it's selling pretty well right uh yeah it makes sense that makes sense for it being um for it doing well i mean it's the the new like if you look at this list all these games have kind of already come out like they're 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 released they already happened dead space happens to be the newest flavor of the month (laughs) <laughs> um so i think that's why it's doing so strong i i'd be curious to see next month i don't think it'd be it's not going to really be there just because um i think we have resident evil coming out or if we're coming out march or april i think it's april april i think it's april yeah yeah um and then you also had people callisto protocol too which is kind of crazy that we don't even see that on here even though not that even came out in january so it just mm-hmm. goes to show you how much people love dead space mm-hmm. um People still buy Modern Warfare Two. It's weird. <laughs> you still buy Modern Warfare Two. Modern Warfare Two. Um, I mean, you see God of War still in there. One Piece Odyssey. That's weird. I don't know why. I don't know why that's Minecraft there, is another one. Obviously, um, Need for Speed's a cool one. Forspoken's My, actually number seven. Forspoken. Yeah, I'm surprised that's the number seven. You're right. 
Um, and then we have Miles Morales at number 19, which, okay, it's it's kind of really low at the list there, so that makes sense, but still hitting the top 20 list, which is interesting. Like, that game hasn't, you Thank know, you. that game's over a year old. So it's it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Resident Evil, by the way, is coming out in March. Uh, thanks, uh, Samar Kijui. Uh, we thanks. appreciate you. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it does make sense that this would be the highest seller. It's a great game. Um, it's it's just a really well done. So why wouldn't it be compared to what's out right now? I think there's really not much going on at the end of January. There wasn't a ton, uh, especially in February. I mean, last year we got, uh, <laughs> we got horizon forbidden West and we got, um, Elden ring. Elden so ring. Yeah. that was, I remember, I think I went on vacation again too. I went to California yeah. and I was like itching. I was, I was like, I was like, I gotta play, I gotta play, I gotta play. And they're all waiting for me. And, yeah, it, it was nice to just have that one game come out in February. Be like, this is the one you got to play, and that's it. So, and then we have Mario Kart Eight that's still killing it. A number, a number at fourteen right now. Like, how is this game still selling? <laughs> People that buy their switches, new switches, they get Switch like kids. That's yep. like the quintessential game to buy when you first get a Switch. Same thing with Pokemon, right? Pokemon when you first buy a new console, um, you that's what you get that's just the games you get i will say for god of war and for last of us part one yeah we could thank probably a little bit of the show but also ps5s becoming a lot more readily available to people to purchase those are games you want to buy for ps5 is a hundred percent which also makes sense that miles morales is on this too because Mm -hmm. if you haven't played the game if you haven't had a ps5 to play that game that would probably be, and plus it's probably cheap now, right? It's probably like on the yes. cheaper side. You can definitely buy that, and that would probably be one of the first titles you play on your new PS5. So that makes sense. Um, Fire Emblem Engaged on at number five. I mean, it makes sense, but also you got to think about this game is really not, or hasn't been popular in the West until recently. So to see Fire Emblem here, like on the top 20 charts, like that's impressive. Like that game is actually... Like people are actually noticing this game and seeing that okay, Fire Emblem is very popular, not just in Japan. Yeah, they did a pretty good job marketing it. I think this time in the states, usually they're pretty hush hush about the Fire Emblem games. I think after, excuse me, Three Houses, that's when they started to amp up Fire Emblem in the states. I think those were yes. like the big ones that come out on on the consoles, and they're like, this is a good series. Go play this series. This is a mainline yep. entry. Yep. Um, so I think. That's a big part of it is, is Nintendo's doing a better job of giving it more visibility to the Western audience. So I think that's why it's on this list now. Yeah, interesting stuff. I, I wanted to talk about this because I, I did see a lot of interesting games here that like we can talk about as far as like why are they on the list and why are they not. So um, good on Dead Space again for, for just you know killing it. And I'm sure because of the success that Dead Space has, we should see a Dead Space 2. Maybe? I don't know. I would be down, I I would be down for Death Space Two remake. I, I, it's it's the game is not that old. I mean, again, they did a remake for Last of Us Part One, so yeah, anything man. could happen at this point. But um, I, I don't but the remember. Question: We can see a new Dead Space, right? At the very least, like a, I would love. Yeah, I would like to see a new Dead Space, like a Dead Space Four or something like that. I, I would like to see a Dead Space Four. But will they remake another one? Maybe, maybe they go, no. maybe, they might, I'm not, well, remat, I'm going to call them remasters, they're not remakes. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> sure. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, they did Resident Evil 2, they did Resident Evil 3, they're doing Resident Evil 4, why not Dead Space? You know, if, if people are buying it, why not? And that's well. I can see, 
to your point, I can see them remaking Dead Space and then just going straight to Dead Space 4, right? They're like, okay, this is Dead Space. You you know what this is, but it's not really going to follow through with the storyline for 2, 3. Instead, it'll just kind of focus on like what 1 did and then just kind of branch out from there, if that makes sense. Yeah, because 3 was kind of like the odd, the black sheep. 3 yeah. was weird. P- people didn't really like 3 because it felt more action-y. If anything, it, was, it kind of lost what it was. Um, but Dead right. Space 2 was very hardly regarded as well. It's, I, yes. I don't know if that one's more action-y. More on the a little more, side, a little, a tiny bit, still good, a tiny bit more, but not enough to like make it a full fledged action game. So it was still like horror. It was still like to its roots. Um, but I can see that. I can see a Dead Space Four happening because of the success of Dead Space Remake, and that it's, excites me. You know, that really excites me mm-hmm. for we'll sure. See. We shall see. Um, real quick here, news number four: PlayStation VR two review roundup. Um, basically, everyone is liking this. To an extent. So, uh, so far, critics mm-hmm. have been impressed by the elegant design of the headset and the powerful hardware inside of it. While the PSVR 2 has some incredible tech to marvel at, there are a few uh, caveats as well. As reviewers have noted, Horizon Call of the Mountain is doing the most of the heavy lifting yes. for the software side, right? right. Um, but everything else, as far as the software goes, besides uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, there's not much there, right? Um, so, GameStop, GameSpot, said, I hope that Sony and its partners start thinking outside of the box a bit more when it comes to games and commit to supporting the platform long-term in a meaningful way. The excellent hardware deserves as much. IGN gave it a 9 out of 10. VFC, uh, v- VGC gave it a 4 out of 5. And The Verge, a couple quotes here, just says, what if the same but better? Basically, you know, PSVR 2, just better than the PSVR, PSVR, PSVR 1. Uh, and finally here, Game Informer said, had this to say, uh, quote, PlayStation VR 2 is the next logical step for the sub-platform. It works with Sony's latest hardware and improves on basic, basically every aspect of PSVR, but it's not, qu- <clears throat> my voice is really cracking. Holy shit. But it's not some quite, more. I know, right? <laughs> but it's not quite the virtual reality revolution I feel like we've been waiting for since the advent of the medium, end quote. Rob, what do you think, man? we were kind of like on this same ballpark. Like we kind of figured this would be the case. Like people would like it, but there's not enough games to really enhance and really show what the um, the headset is really capable of, right? Yeah, I think that's what it is. There's, they, they, they picked a launch title that already has a hard time with capturing an audience. Yes, right? with, yes. You that's know the that. thing. You slap God of War on there, you could be Kratos. <laughs> people buying this thing. Ripping dudes to shreds. Yeah, people, people buying this thing. People buying this thing. Yeah. Um, you play as Spider-Man. Even Spider-Man might have been a little, a little better because, you know, I would throw, I'll probably throw, I'll play that game. Um, but, yeah, I think they picked a game that already is kind of hard, hard of a sell for people because it's not as familiar compared to the other titles. You know, like, if you say everyone knows about God of War, Spider-Man, Last everyone knows about that stuff. Not everybody knows about Horizon series, right? right? Um, so that's the only mishap, I think, there. And it is a launch title. Sometimes the launch titles aren't the greatest. Sometimes they're the best. Mm-hmm. It really depends. So it's really going to be up to Sony how successful they want this thing to be. Like uh, The Verge said, or Game, Game Informer said, is like they need to support 
it if they want to succeed. They need to give that PlayStation Magic their first party Magic title, put it on the VR, and that's will help it succeed. If you don't, people are just gonna forget about it, just like every other VR headset. They're just gonna be like, "What's the point?" If you give me the games that I can only play on this thing, and they're awesome games, yes, yes, it's a win. But right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it it sucks because I I don't want to say this, but Horizon to me, Call of the Mountain, it it looks like a tech demo, right? Because it it just shows off the beauty of what PSVR 2 is capable of. Right. But as far as gameplay wise, I'm not seeing it doing anything that's revolutionary. I mean, it's kind of more of like a a climbing simulator from what I've read. I'm going to stop you there because... That's the problem with VR. Everyone's saying it's a nine out of 10, it's an eight out of, out of whatever, and it's a fantastic game. But what you're saying is like, it doesn't do anything for me. And it's because VR is very hard to show right? visually, like consuming the the marketing for it. It's, it's hard because you're not actually putting it on your head. You're not, so I'd imagine if you place this thing on your head and you actually played it, I think we would have a different tune to be like, no, this game is actually, this was dope. Like that was yeah. so crazy. It was an experience. Right. Yeah. But you watching someone play it and doing that, you're probably like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Cause you're, you're missing that third dimension of it or the fourth dimension of it, whatever. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I, I think, I really do think they need to word of mouth is big here. <laughs> word of mouth I, is big here. I, word of mouth is big. Again, I think software is huge. It's even bigger. And their first lineup right now doesn't seem that great. It doesn't seem like it's going to really push anybody to buy this thing, right? I'm not um, paying 600 bucks to play Horizon Call of Mountain. I'm not doing that. Right. And I don't see it getting much better, to be honest. I don't see any of Sony's AAA first-party titles really pushing boundaries or even making games for the PSVR 2. I don't see Naughty Dog making anything. I don't see Sucker Punch making anything for this. Like that's the problem and, and and i think as much as like i don't want to say that either but like horizon called the mountain kind of like what you said it's like one of those like okay well not many people know much about this game not many people know about this franchise maybe it could do better on a psvr platform and see how that goes um i almost feel like they're trying to push horizon to kind of get more awareness and maybe this is a way to, for them to to kind of show that i don't know um, regardless, if they don't show the software, if they don't show games for this that are, I mean, they have Resident Evil uh, four. seven or four. Is it seven? Four? No, it's still village. They have village on it. Yeah, they have village on it. Um, but it's an old title. Like we've we've played that, right? It's not anything like crazy. It's not a brand new title or anything. And so it, that that's gonna hurt this game. That's gonna hurt this this uh this the headset for sure. Um, yeah, I will say some couple of good things about it. It is expensive. But there is a simplicity factor for it. If you want to experience VR, the easiest, most streamlined way to play to experience something in VR, you buy this thing, you plug it into your PS5, you're done. You're playing the game, right? You're, you're in you're in VR. Whereas you know, I mean, if you got an Oculus or or right. Hive, you got to connect to your PC. It's a little different. Make sure. I, like I'm saying, for someone who really just wants a simple VR experience, right? But it, it is a high price. I think they. I think. They went a little overboard with the pricing of it. And I, I get they're saying like, well, VR headsets are expensive. And I, I understand that. But for it's how limited product. it is. And then plus, you got to buy the games. 
Like, it's not even that you have to, like, how much is Call of the Mountain right now? 60 bucks? 70 bucks? Probably. Yeah. 60 yeah, bucks. It's a lot of money. So it's not, it's definitely for people that have the extra income. You know what? Yeah, I'll buy it. Why not? Like, it's cool. But for most people, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So let me ask you this, Rob. Do you think the PSVR is having the same fate as the Vita? Do you think this or is going to be PSVR one to be more, <laughs> be more exact because it's literally, well, more so of the Vita because I, I don't know. I mean, from what I understand, PSVR one had titles, at least decent titles, but the Vita right had titles, but then it didn't have Sony support again to back it up. So you think we're going to kind of see the same thing where PSVR two is out, but Sony really isn't going to back it up just like how the Vita wasn't really backed up or how it should have been. Like I always um, say, the Vita should have been like a success, but it was the software that killed it. You know, I mean that's hard to say, but I think they will try and support it as best they can with the software they have available to them. I don't think they're just going to slap any VR game and and release it on there. I think they have a plan in mind if they wanted to come out with this ex- this premium experience that you're you're paying for. So. I, I just think it's going to be something you kind of forget about. The Vita, you didn't really forget about. The Vita was was a good console in itself. Like it, it, it did things all right. But I think this, think it's, I think it's more closer to just, just VR. Huh? You think it's going to be forgettable? Most, I feel like most VR headsets are. I, I, everyone I talk to, every single person I talk to that has a VR headset, I ask them, like, do you like it? It's cool. They're like, yeah, it's fun. But, and then I don't touch it. And then it just yeah. sits in the corner collecting dust. Everyone I've talked to says that about their VR headset. Why is this one an exception? Right. I think it's just the process of, oh, I want to play this certain game. Now I got to put on the headset. I got to grab the controllers. I got to turn on my cons. Oh, wait, my batteries are dead for my for one of my controllers. Let me charge it. Oh, wait, I got to connect this PSVR headset because it's tethered to a like, you know, a wire now. It's like there's just too many process, like too many steps involved, I feel like, for you to like really want to play. Well, it's, it's a different experience. It's like if you want to be in it, you want to be like up and around and, and, and moving and stuff like that. I, I get it. But I, I just think it's going to go the same route as all the other headsets where people just it just collects dust in the corner. That's that's what it's doing. I'll tell you right now, my Steam Deck. My Steam Deck is right now in my drawer collecting. I'm not touching it. I don't play it right now. Really? Don't, I'm not, I haven't touched it in like, I want to say a week and a half, two weeks. I haven't touched that thing. Oh, that's not that bad. But, but, I'm, but I'm saying, I've been, you know what I've been playing with? This thing. That's so what I've been playing with this much because it's just so easy. It's so, so small and light and I can just take it anywhere and the battery lasts a long time. This Steam Deck dies in two seconds. So I, I like, I like the, the simplicity of this. It has, I mean, you could buy a dock for the Steam Deck, but it has a, the switch has a dock. You just plop it in there and you're, you're trying. Right. I, mean, I don't even have it. Uh, my dock. I just put my, my cord, I have a cord. I just, and, and it's good to go. So I, what I'm saying is that the VR headset is kind of like that in a sense. It's it's a luxury, kind of like the Steam Deck is. Well, the Steam Deck can be a luxury type thing, mm-hmm. but you you don't really you're not missing now if you don't have one. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, no, you're true. Yeah, so. you're you're right. Um, I don't see this really taking off, unfortunately. But we we'll see. We'll I mean, see. Maybe they might pull something out, and maybe there'll be a ton of games that will really catch our attention. Right? I could again 
pitch that God of War game to Sony and see <laughs> what people will say because I would listen. be more inclined to buying a PSVR headset if I see God of War and it looks really good. You know? Listen, Sony wants to send me a PSVR headset for free. By all means. I'll, I'll take we can it. review I'll, it. I'll take it. All, all you want, man. We can review all you want. Yeah, I'll take that any day of the week. But yeah, I just we just need to give it time. It hasn't come out yet. Again, it's just yeah. word of mouth, but mm-hmm. the Call of Mountain, good game. <laughs> Call of Mountain, good game. Um, before we end the news side here, uh, rapid fire news here. We got a couple little small tidbits here. Bayonetta 3 sells 3 million copies. Uh, blank review roundup, 70 Metacritic score and a 74 open Metacritic. Uh, real quick before we move on to that one, Rob, I know you were kind of eyeing that game. What do you think of these review scores for it? Uh, it's about right. It's, I feel like it is a two-player game, so you can only play with you know the person. It's not really it's not really a single-player game, and I heard that it's kind of confusing. But I, I didn't expect this to blow people's socks. Um, I'm still interested because the art style is cool, and it's only fifteen bucks. Why are you laughing? Bucks. But it's like a three-hour game. It's like super short. Too, that's fine. So. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a good I, thing. You, you buy this game because it looks, it, the art style is beautiful it's and it's just like a little quick, like, okay, I had a fun time doing that. So, yeah. The reason why I laughed because I just, when you said blow someone's socks off, I just imagined like <laughs> socks, socks just, just blowing off. off. Yeah, just like, <laughs> great. Um, Sony rumored to be making earbuds for PS5. Interesting. No, nothing about that. Just, that's all. Just rumors just, so yeah. far. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy is the most, oh, sorry. Hogwarts Legacy's most popular house is Slytherin, which we are both surprise, surprise, of, you know, squad Slytherin side. I really thought you'd be um, a Gryffindor. I really thought I was gonna sort you no, Gryffindor. But are they like like no, no? I I honestly so real quick Hogwarts Legacy when I was deciding on what you know house to pick, they kind of like told me like, hey, you should be a Slytherin. And funny enough, I was like, well, that's what I wanted to pick anyway. So are you reading my mind or what's going on? So I just you know, <laughs> I was like, cool, fine. Um, so that that's that, but um, and then Horizon Forbidden West comes to PlayStation Plus Extra this month. Interesting. Again, another another way, another reason why we think Horizon is like the the redheaded stepchild. I feel like well, I mean, quite literally, because Alloy is uh, redheaded. So there you go. See, I I go. think yeah, they're just trying to jam Horizon Forbidden West or Horizon just down your throat. And again, please like this is, game, please. Yeah, no, and 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 I watch people play. I see screenshots of it, mm-hmm. and it looks so cool. I'm like, that looks freaking awesome to do that. You've played it, man. I've played it. I've played it. But there's just something about it that I I think it was I think it was Tony right. He said he played it, and he had like almost had to force himself to play it like at times mm. and i feel like that's the kind of game like you don't really want that you don't want to have to force yourself to play a game you want to right. be crackhead addicted to a game like elden ring right. i couldn't wait right. to play that game so literally you could not you were could not wait yeah, in my life game. get out yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah i i hear that but yeah interesting that it's on playstation plus a year from the date that it was a year that's pretty yeah. quick yeah, pretty quick um so everyone that ends the news uh, side uh, for this week. Uh, now we're going to move on to in-game chat. Rob, let's talk about PS5 some more. Um, with the release of the PSVR 2, let's talk about must-have PS5 accessories. Um, so with the PS5 now becoming more readily available, we decided to rank the accessories you can get for your brand new shiny PS5. Um, so I'm just going to na- name a list of accessories that you can buy 
in the price as well. Let's uh, do so let's do it one by one. We'll, we'll go through and we'll yes. maybe go okay. by like, should you buy it? Should, should you buy it? Not should buy, you not buy it. it? Yeah, like okay. is it worth it? So all right, so let's start with the DualSense, another controller, right? You obviously get a PS5 controller out of the box. Should you buy another one? Sixty nine ninety nine. What do you think, bro? You're saying the normal the normal dual sense? We're not Just talking the about the edge? One. Not the edge right now. Just the normal one. Okay. So I the dual sense controller on its own, I think if you're doing long gaming sessions, I found it kind of annoying that I had to keep charging my controller. When I played Elden Ring, I think I had to control charge my controller quite a bit compared to like my Xbox uh controller. And right. I think, and especially if you want to play two player, I think it's needed. I think, and they have so many fun colors right now. I think it's needed. You know, what do you think? I, you, I mean, I, you, I, you, I have like eight of them. you have like 20 of them right now. Jesus. At the very least, you should have two, right? Don't be like me. I mean, I collect them, right? So I have a bunch in the back here somewhere, but you should at least have two. And not even if you don't have anyone to come. And, and just play co-op with you, that's fine. Just have two just so that you can switch off when you're charging one of them, right? Um, which brings me to the next one, DualSense Edge. Now, this one's a hefty, hefty price at $199. So you said, Rob, yeah, we should definitely get at least another extra controller, right? Yes. Should you buy you just go full blown all out and just buy a dual sense edge instead of another of another regular controller um how hardcore sony fan are you i guess is the real question <laughs> yeah that's the thing is this thing <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you I don't think this controller is worth the premium it's asking for okay. compared to the normal DualSense, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think, but it's also kind of annoying because I also think the Xbox Elite controller is a must instead of the um, the normal Xbox controller. Interesting. Um, Keep in mind, I think the Xbox Elite is $50 cheaper as well. Than this? Than the DualSense. Yeah. If, um, is it? I we, we could check. We could check fact check it. But um I I'm gonna say it this is a luxury item. Like if you got the cash to spend, get it. It looks great, it's beautiful. But I think the four hour battery life would piss me off. <laughs> Um, I think it's four hours. I think it's something like that, right? I think it. I think it's like pretty. So it's one sixty nine ninety nine right now. Okay, so this is two hundred. Elite two is yeah. So, um, yeah, I think. I think they need. I think they need to make the battery better. I I, I don't feel good about spending two hundred dollars and it has an inferior battery compared to the thing that it's supposedly better than. 100%. That's that's just me. No, you make a fair point. I, I I agree with you with that in that sense. I have mine. I have my DualSense, and 
Have I found it annoying? Not really, not quite. I've played Hogwarts Legacy. I've played um, Hitman, um, World of Assassins on it for quite some time when I was playing. So it's died once on me so far. Not died, but like it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, they, they try to kind of work around that because they have the the long uh, cord that you can charge it with. And it's actually now you can connect it to the to the top of the controller and then you can lock it so that it's kind of like an extension to the controller. So, I mean, again, why make it wireless then if that's the case? You know what I mean? So, it, 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 again, catch 22. But I think, is it worth the price? I don't think it is. Okay. This is me buying, this is me having it, me have me actually purchasing this. I don't think I, it's necessarily worth it. I think that's what it is. I think if you just bought a new PS5 and you want to buy an extra controller, I would say skip this, buy an extra no, controller, no. and get a game. Extra cast, get a game with mm. it. Because now you're at your 120, you got, a, you got an extra controller, and you got an, you got an extra game. Versus right. if you buy this thing, you're what, four, if you buy the, the digital version, what's that? It's 400, the digital version, or 500? Digital version, what? Oh, the PS5. Oh, uh, that one is for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you're at 600 bucks now for out the out the gate without a game. Out now you're gate. at 560. So I think if you just bought a PS5, no, that's that's me. Yeah. If you had if it for a while, had it for a while. Like, yep. If you had it for a while and you're like, all right, what else can I get? You know, maybe you can kind of start looking at this as like your premium controller. And, mm. you know, like this is like the definitive controller you'll use for, for everything, you know. Um, moving on here, 3D Pulse headset, $9.99. Rob, what do you think? I think you have one, right? What are your like, your quick impressions of the uh, 3D Pulse headset? I will be honest with you. <laughs> this is it. I have it, guys. Yep. It was a gift. I'm so glad I didn't buy this thing myself. I really don't okay. like it. Yeah, I really don't like it. It looks cool. It looks like <laughs> it futuristic, looks cool. like the like the PS5. It's not that comfortable for long sessions. Um, it doesn't have like an extendable like mic, like right. this does, like this one that right here. So it's and it's just a weird. It sounds system. muffly. It sounds muffly. Like it, it, yeah. Yes, yes, it does sound muffly, and then. The most annoying thing about, I think, this thing is the buttons on it. As you can see, they kind of jammed. I don't know if you're, how well you're going to be able to see it, but they kind of jammed all of the buttons on one side of the thing. There's no buttons on the other side of it. It's just there. And when you're hitting this thing, when you're like, on, it's on your head, you don't know which button is which because they all feel the same. And they're just, it, 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 it's just not a great experience. In my opinion, I would personally stay away from this headset and go to something spend a little extra money get like an art you know a steel series you know some something from a different brand because i really just don't like this 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 headset. i don't like it like <laughs> yeah i i agree with you i have the previous model of it and i had the same issues the same complaints where especially with the buttons where they were all so close together i didn't know which one i was pressing so because they didn't really 
make them clear enough like when you're feeling them you know how same i have the similar issue with the switch where like i'm trying to find out where like the volume is and i'm like there's not enough like curvature to it or something where i just can't tell which one is which so i have to like sometimes take off my headset look at it i'm like okay this is the button and then keep pressing if i want to increase or decrease the volume um similar thing i have an issue uh, a little side uh thing here but my steel series the ones that i use for my ps5 the ones that you have on do you ever have an issue where sometimes like your shoulder like hits the volume and so it like messes your <laughs> yeah. volume up yeah yep yep like, it does a weird thing anything. yeah so like it'll it'll t- it'll hit the rocker the volume rocker and it just will silent yeah it, it's, it's the, that the rocker is too sensitive Yes, like, yes. Like but at least I could ones. find the rocker. At least I could find the rocker and the thing. At I can't even find, find the rocker and that stupid thing. So, um, Tony, uh, Sam Rocky yeah. said, this uh, is the only PS accessory I'm tempted to buy for some reason, but Rob has me unsold now. Thanks. Yes, save your money, man. Don't, don't yeah, buy it. He thing, saved you $99. I saved you $99. You not it. buy it. Yeah. 100%. Um, uh, next up here, PS5 camera, $59.99. Rob, do you think that's worth a purchase if you are... Uh, finally getting your PS5 for the first time. Okay. If you're going to stream yes. a lot on your That's PS5 cool. and you want to stream it to Twitch or YouTube, I think this is a must for you. Um, I think also if you like leave in your living room or something like that and you don't want to do the whole capture card, put it into your protect your PC, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's a, like a right. pain in the ass. I think this is a nice little thing to just have. This is an excellent gift to give to someone who has a PS5. Um, do you need to buy this thing like day one as soon as you get one? No, but it's a kind of a cool little thing just to have. And correct me if I'm wrong, Kelvin, but is this the only camera that will work for a PS5? Or do That's I a good like question? Okay. Um, I want to say yes, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So don't quote me on that. Um, okay. I actually do have this camera. I okay. bought it. I didn't know you had um, it. When I was doing the streams for back in the day, when I was doing the stream for Returnal. And so uh, it's actually really good. It's not bad. Quality-wise is, is nothing uh, you know, nothing crazy. Um, but I guess the PS5 does a good job of kind of giving you the tools to stream because it is kind of it wants you to stream it wants it has like the capability of streaming and stuff like that so you can do things like um adjusting your camera um window so you can make make like a circular you can make like a box you can change where you want it um you know in in the uh, on the screen whether you want on the top left corner bottom left corner um you can do things like that which is kind of nice um but and you can kind of like remove like tr- like a transparent background, so you can do little things like that. Not necessarily like what the camera's function is capable of, but um, the only thing I had issues with, and that's just my setup, is I didn't know where to put this thing because the way your TV, it's oh your TV's oh my, mounted up high, yeah, exactly, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my my the way my situation is, it's too high. So what I was doing was like building up a bunch of books <laughs> so it could like face me, <laughs> but then it got to a point where it's just covering like a little bit of my screen. So I'm like, what the fuck? Um, I don't really like how it's, how it looks like, I, I don't really like how it's made. Cause like it, it, it does a good job of like sitting nicely on your TV on top of your TV, but you can't really control much of it once it's laying there. I mean, you can, but it, it, it kind of, 
you don't yeah have i see i see control. if you look at it right here on the screen you could see it's not very like the course kind of the way you can't really move it around like yeah it looks like it's kind of if stuck you want to turn it a certain way like you can't turn it side to side it's either up or down you know and so it kind of like really limits your field of view your motion like so it it's it's not the best if you don't have a prime like setup basically okay so you need to kind of have a setup to, to support this thing in a sense in a, in a way okay in a way yeah so, so, that's so maybe maybe a, maybe a skip maybe a skip if you don't have like if you don't plan on streaming you should definitely just skip this thing if you don't have if you don't have any desire to stream there's no reason for you to have this camera okay moving on here uh this one uh the nvme ssd one terabyte 999 rob i don't know about you but i think any any like um standard oh i'm sorry any um drive you should definitely have like you should definitely upgrade your ps5 not maybe as soon as you get it but very soon in the near future right like a solid state drive like anything like that to upgrade your 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 storage should is a must in my opinion yeah so like this one right now that links to their website is the the what is it one terabyte yeah one terabyte for 134 dollars um and then two gig is 240. Uh, PlayStation 5 comes with 825 gigs. Yep. Obviously, some of that is dedicated to like the OS and all the other, you know, bloatware that's on the PS5 to make it run. Uh, so you're really working with what, like 700 and change, maybe if that, something. something like that, and right? Let me tell you, Rob, you waste, like you, you need to make room at yep. a certain point. I know. I, I'm familiar. I don't you dealt with it. Yeah. I, I, every time a new game that every time a new game comes out, I have to like go in there and figure out what I don't want there anymore. Like I have to delete it from my, my hard drive. Um, right. It's a pain in the ass. Don't get me wrong. It is, it is very annoying, but to me, mm. and this is an argument, the way PlayStation games come out, like you're buying, you buy your PlayStation cause you want to play those triple a titles. You want to play, those those big playstation releases they don't come out that often so i'm only really playing those games on my ps5 because i already kind of beat the ones i already came out before right like god of war i beat it already it's done i can just uninstall it i'm not going to go back to it it's done uh elden ring i beat it i'm not going to go back to it horizon forbidden west i could probably just uninstall that because i don't have plans on, on playing it but those games came out like a year ago and to me i don't think it's like a must it is annoying it is annoying and it is annoying 100 percent. but i don't think it's a must right away i think it's, it is yeah i know, I know if you, you're planning to if you bought this ps5 and you're planning to play a bunch of games that you haven't played um and this is a year year's worth catalog mm. um you want to stack up on on space right so then the, the one terabyte doesn't make sense then you're not really getting that much more space at 135 dollars because the ps5 comes of 825 you're not getting that much more you're not getting that much but you have plenty of space now that you're not worried about deleting anything or having that like hard stop saying like hey you have to delete something before you play this game i mean it's it's all about convenience in my opinion 
you you buy that, you don't have to worry about it for quite some time. You don't have I to think, worry about I your disk space, your hard space. Hmm? Yeah, I think I would argue I would get the two terabyte one then. Oh, don't get me wrong. Yes, I would agree. Get a two terabyte. We just have the one terabyte here. Just, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just but if you him, get but... a two terabyte and it's up roughly like 150, you know, what's the two terabyte there? How much is that? I can't 240. See. 240. So, okay. So if you want to spend an extra like a buck 50 um, for a two terabyte, you're good. Like you don't have to worry about space for, for a very long time. Yeah, you know? you're, you're set. You don't, you probably don't have to replace that thing for like, you're, 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 you're done so but it is, it is pricey it is 240 dollars. and you yeah. just spent 500 bucks so do you want to do that i mean it is less expensive than a i have edge. <laughs> so i have the uh the solution you buy this thing when it goes on sale that is when you buy it when it goes on Black sale friday baby that's, that's when it. you buy it that's when you get that's or when you get the deal on your birthday just ask for a bunch of amazon cards and then you just buy it hmm. no perfect perfect there yeah um dual sense charging station 29.99 i'm gonna say no no yes 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 i don't see the point in that i don't see i don't i don't I, I, like no i don't no don't waste your money on that. what you are a crazy ass man i love it oh what I love my charging I station. You were, yeah, I thought you were on my side. <laughs> oh, no, shit. I love my charging station. It is the best PlayStation accessory I have. <laughs> really? I didn't know you had one, first of all. Yeah, it is okay. it is amazing. I love that thing so much. But what is, why? Like what is it? You just you you just have both of them charged, okay? But don't you charge one already and then if that one dies, you just have another one fully charged to like back it how up. but like how would it be like then i have to like go and put the cables in two separate ones and deal with that and i have the cable listen the chart the, the the i can't really show you right now but it's right next to me but i have sure. my two controllers they're on little cradles i pick one controller up boot up the game start the game put so one down if i happens that my controller is dying just put it back on this little cradle pick up my other controller use that one i'm good to go put it back in its place i am always charged up anytime i don't have to worry about cables and nothing it just it works it's just done and it's ready i don't have to think about it i okay. and it's thirty dollars thirty dollars okay. that is okay. for me if you have more than one controller that is a must really okay all right buy i'm gonna right. buy one for your fucking birthday or something you know <laughs> oh, sure thanks man i appreciate it and you're gonna see and you're gonna see that as the way now, do you think the PS5 media remote, also $29.99, $30, do you think that's worth the price? No. Do you think that's worth a purchase? No. No. I had this in my cart when I bought the PS5 um, through Amazon. And I'm like, oh, I got the PS5. I got it. Like, I, it's mine. You know, I purchased it. I got the confirmation. Let me start buying a shit ton of accessories. And that was one of them. I had that for a very long time in my cart. And then I'm like, why am I buying this? <laughs> why? When are you watching Netflix? Right. When are you right. watching YouTube right. on here? Exactly. PS5? And so I immediately <laughs> removed that after about a month or so. And I'm like, yeah, that was a good, a good save there. 
It's thirty. It's not the worst thing. It's thirty dollars. Not like it's sixty bucks or something stupid. It's like just that. another controller. Like why? Again, uh, what would I use that for? I, I'm not gonna like. It's a controller that I already have a controller to do, to do the same exact thing. Like what? You know what I mean? It's just not. If I'm already holding a controller, why am I going to switch over to another controller? That's yeah. Inferior. Save your money and put it towards another controller, like an actual right. like dual sets. Exactly. Like. So that's definitely no. Um, moving on here, PlayStation Plus Extra, hundred dollars. If you say it's not worth it, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, it's worth it. If you just got a PlayStation, like there's so many games on there. Like you don't have to buy games. You just play all the backlog of all the PlayStation titles. You just buy that. You're good to go. That's that's that is a must if you just got a PlayStation five to get all the games. But if you have one game in mind, like Last of Us Part One, like you wanted to just play that, then hold off on that and then play that game right. and, then, and then get that. But I, I would say the essential or sorry, the plus is it essential plus And what's the last one extra? PlayStation, it's essential, extra, essential. What's the last one? I feel like um, extra plus plus. Here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. Premium. Premium. Don't okay, you don't need a premium. You don't need a premium. Get do get yeah. get the extra. Um, again, you could do another hack where you just collect a bunch of like Amazon gift cards or or just not even don't even do that. Just on your birthday, just ask somebody to buy you a PlayStation Plus extra card. And you will always have one on deck every single year, and you'll never have to buy it. That's what I do. That's it. You know, that's it. Not everyone, you know, not everyone can, can cough up a hundred bucks, but if they can, there you go. Rob, the last one on our list here is what we just spoke about not too long ago: PlayStation VR two for five forty nine. We just read the reviews. Pretty solid. Nothing. It's it's not a bad. It's not bad reviews. They got it got great reviews. But like we talked about, it doesn't have the hardware or the software to back it up. Do you think someone should read like out the door? Come out with a PS5 and a PSVR two? No, no. You're not walking out of there twelve hundred bucks. Like you're if you're just buying a PS5, your first game's not going to be uh, Horizon. What is what is it called? Um, Horizon, the, the Return of the Wild, or Return of the, yeah, exactly. Called called Cal on the Mountain or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You're not doing that. So no, this is not worth it. Day one. Um, if you've had your PS5 for a while and you're bored and you want to try something else, and be my guest. But there's not enough data on this thing yet. There's not enough games on it yet. I don't think it's worth the pr- the price of more than a than a than a than a PS5 itself. Do you know what I mean? So this is a this is a hard pass for me. Yeah. Save your money. It is not worth it, especially when you just got a PS5, man. Like you go just play. got a brand new PS5. Go play those fucking games that you haven't played in a year. Go play Miles Morales. Go play Spider-Man, um, Spider-Man 1. Like go play Ghost of Tsushima if you haven't played that on PS4. Like there's a bunch of games that you could play. Um, PS, you're essentially buying two consoles and you don't want to do that. Just buy the PS5. And again, like Rob said, if you feel like you're there's nothing to play or you want a new experience out of your PS5, maybe the PSVR 2 is worth the price. But for now, I think you should hold off until we get more software, more game titles to really show what this thing is capable of. Perfectly said, Kelvin. And I think on there. On that note, we are done with episode 108. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Rob, any last comments before we leave? No, I I won't see you guys next week. Uh, I will be listening to you. And uh, wish you best of luck. You have a very special guest coming on, yes, and he's yes. going to be awesome. And I approve very much. And talk about fun things. 
but that's all I have. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, stay tuned for that. Um, wish you well on your on your um, adventure, and you're gonna have a blast. Let us know how that is when you come back. We'll do. And again, thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time, see you guys. Bye.